Welcome to the podcast that's all about empowering women so they can have a thriving career as a mother. This podcast is for high-achieving women who want to have a successful career without sacrificing quality time and connection with their kids. Get insights, tips and strategies about doing work you love by leveraging your natural gifts and superpower as a mom. It's time to change the narrative around being a career mom from one of struggle, sacrifice and stress to something that's empowering, uplifting and rewarding. Thanks for listening and join me on this journey. Hello there! For those of you who are listening to this podcast for the first time, I want to welcome you. And for those who've been listening, welcome back! This week, I want to talk about a simple concept that helps us get the results we want. If you've tried all the tips, strategies, how-tos that you've read or heard about and still haven't seen the results you want, this episode is really for you because I want to offer you this alternative thought. And it's not the strategies and how-tos. It's your level of belief about whether it will work for you. For most people, especially women, we've been conditioned to doubt ourselves. Think back to when you were in school. Recall the time you did really well. How long did you allow yourself to feel good and celebrate that win? Now, think about when you felt like you didn't do well enough. How long did that feeling stay with you? I'm guessing probably longer than all the times that you did well. And that's human nature, right? We tend to remember the bad and forget about the good. It happens to us in school and it happens to us at work. I mean, think about it. When you've done a good job, your boss might recognize and appreciate you. But when you've fallen short of your target, you're told to buck up or ship out. And, you know, of course, there's those of us who are really lucky and grew up in a nurturing home with supportive parents. And this definitely may have helped to counter the very prevalent culture of lack and scarcity that we see all around us. So what do I mean by lack and scarcity? It's this sense that somehow if you don't act now or if you don't buy the thing on promotion now, you're going to miss out, right? Um... And for some of us, our home environment may also have contributed to the doubt and the lack of belief that we have in ourselves. If as kids, we were told we didn't do well enough or we weren't putting in the effort to do better uh, or maybe were asked why we missed the grade and, and all of that, then we might actually grow up in an environment of doubt and a lack of belief in our own capabilities that we can actually do well, right? And as parents, of course, we want our kids to do well. We all do. Our intentions are good. But unfortunately, we've never really been taught to speak in empowering ways that build up our kids' self-belief and confidence because our parents themselves too were never taught, right? 
So it's not surprising that when it comes to trying something new for the first time, we doubt ourselves. And after a few tries and things don't work out the way we expect it to, we start to wonder if we're cut out for it or if we have what it takes to make our dreams come true or do the thing that we really want to do. And for most people, sadly, they give up. And then they say it's just a pipe dream instead of continuing the process of reviewing what went wrong, what they could have done better, and then take action to improve and try again. And it really takes someone with a strong mind to keep going, especially when everyone around you is telling you to give it up and grow up right? To give up and grow up, to get real, that maybe this is not the thing you should be doing. Somehow there's this magical length of time that we expect for everything to work out the way that we want it to. And when that time has passed, it just means that it's impossible, or at least that's what we make it mean. And, you know, the interesting thing is if you pay attention to who is saying all these things to you, it's often people who haven't achieved their dreams and goals. It's people who have settled for what they were told they were capable of. It's people who got real and grew up. Because when you talk to those people who've actually achieved their dreams and goals, you'll hear a very different story. You'll hear how it took them many, many tries at different things and often years before they were able to transform their dreams into reality. And along the way, they discovered themselves, what they truly wanted, what their dreams really were and not what they first thought they were, and how they've become such a different person before compared to the person that they are now who's living the dream. So who are you going to listen to and take advice from? I'll leave that to you, right? Because it's your choice. We all have a choice. But then I'll hear things, you know, like when I start talking like that, sometimes I'll hear things like, you know, you've got to pay the bills, and this is used as an excuse to give up on our dreams. Or you've got kids to raise, and we use that as an excuse to give up on our dreams. Or you've got a job and no time, that's another excuse to give up on our dreams. This is such limited thinking. This is lazy thinking. This kind of thinking is looking to find all the possible excuses they can find to not go for their dreams instead of spending the time and energy to ask, well, how can I go for my dreams and pay the bills? How can I do what I love and raise my kids well? How can I find the time to do this? But, you know, of course it's normal, right? It's very human um, to make those excuses, right? Do you know why? Well, it's because we don't want to fail. We don't want to be disappointed. It's our ancient reptilian brain trying to protect us from getting hurt, from feeling pain. So my question is, is the avoidance of this pain 
worth giving up on your dreams and the opportunity to transform yourself into a person who lives life fully, appreciates everything that you have, so that at the end of your life, you look back knowing you've done your best and went for your dreams, that you've become the best version of yourself that you possibly could, therefore becoming the best possible mom to your kids and contributing the best of your ability to those around you, that you live a full life filled with adventures, failures, disappointments, but also a sense of accomplishment, of meaning and fulfillment. What I observe that stopping women from going for everything they want is often the lack of confidence and belief in themselves that they can do it. And I'm here to tell you that you can do it. No matter where you are, whether you're worried that starting a family will jeopardize your career, or that going all out for your career will compromise your time with the kids, or maybe you're trying to step back into the corporate world after having kids or start that business you've always dreamed of, no matter where you are, I want you to hear this. You can do it and you have it in you to do this. This disbelief you're feeling, it's natural, it's normal, and even the most successful people have experienced it. So you're not alone in this. We're all, in, we're all feeling this way at some point. So focus on working on your self-belief. Be very, very wise in choosing who and what you surround yourself with. Get immersed in a community of people who've done the things you desire to do or have. And also be selective, even within these communities. Pay attention to how these communities make you feel. Do they make you feel like you don't have what it takes? Or do they make you believe in yourself even more? Which one feels better to you? You know, because there are tons of people out there saying the same things or similar things. So pick the ones that make you feel inspired and that increase your belief in yourself rather than diminish your self-belief and confidence. I've spent over seven years, seven, eight years consciously working on my mindset and self-belief. The first few years I spent learning all the tactics and strategies and how-tos, thinking it was the action I needed to take to get the results. But still, things didn't really shift for me. And when I say things, I'm meaning the way I was feeling. I was still anxious about money, even though objectively I didn't have reason to be. I was still obsessed with what people said and reacting negatively to it. And I was still blaming others for my circumstances. But it was an evolutionary process for me. It was a gradual process for me. Over time, I did different things to try to figure out how to deal with these feelings of, you know, anxiety and resentment, um, the sense of impatience and unfulfillment. Like there was some sort of a void, something I was looking for that I couldn't find. And it wasn't until the past couple of years that I started to see it was actually my thoughts and beliefs about what's possible for me, what I'm capable of, more than all of these strategies and tactics 
tactics, tactics that mattered. It really didn't matter whose technique I should follow and I could come up with my own. And I could trust myself that whatever I came up with would work for me. And having this self-belief and confidence in myself, that's what truly mattered. Because you can have all the tips, tricks, tactics, strategies, busy actions, but if you do it with even the slightest hint of not believing it's going to work for you, then it's not going to work. You can spend years of your life in this state because I know I did. But once I was able to start shifting my thoughts and beliefs to 100% confidence and belief in myself, the feeling in me also shifted. And now I'm filled with excitement and motivation and I just can't wait to share all of this with you. So even when things didn't pan out the way I expected them to, I know it's what needs to happen to get me to where I want to be. So I can shrug it off a lot easier now, especially all those yucky feelings like disappointment or sometimes I beat myself up about, you know, something or feeling angry or upset. I mean, I'm human, right? I still feel these very human emotions. But these days, I find that I'm able to snap out of these yucky feelings and see from a bigger and more objective perspective really fast. I can approach the person I snapped at and apologize for my behavior when previously I would have defensively held on to my position to be right. I don't feel any shame that I used to feel or like I look stupid and useless. Instead, I just go up to the person, tell them I'm sorry, I behave badly, and that whatever I said was a reason for my bad behavior was no excuse. And, you know, it's pretty amazing what being able to do that with no attachment does for your relationships. And what's enabled me to do this was learning how to use my subconscious mind to help me unhook from all these yucky feelings, right, that used to keep me feeling angry and resentful, brewing in my mind about all the wrong things other people did to me and feeling bad about myself. And, you know, it's, it's such a liberating feeling, and now when I look back, I can see how much energy I'd been spending with these yucky feelings when I could have been using this energy towards building the life I want. But, you know, it's exactly what I needed to go through at the time to arrive at this realization now. If you're a mom, you know exactly what I mean, right? You can tell your kids till you turn blue in the face and they just won't listen, they won't get it until they experience it for themselves. And then they know it. They realize it, they learn it, they never unlearn it and they never forget it. So the bottom line is spend your energy working on yourself, specifically on your self-belief and getting to that point where you're 100% confident in your ability to work through whatever you need to work through to arrive at the life of your dreams, whatever that means for you. When things look bleak or disappointing or hard, just remember that's exactly what you need to go through to get to the other side of what you want. You have it in you to do this, 
You've got what it takes to create the life you want. Keep evaluating, keep tweaking, fine-tuning what you're trying, and then keep going. Okay, that's it for today. Until next time, take care now. Thanks for listening. If you like this podcast, please subscribe and leave a review so that more women can find it and benefit from it. To learn more about how you can thrive as a career mom, come to my free masterclass, Thriving in Career and Motherhood. Go to SharonSingSidhu.com forward slash meetup to register. I look forward to seeing you there.